I am too. <laughs> I didn't realize we started. We started. <laughs> hey. Hello. Sorry, it's um lateness and miss late later. So we were uh, on CP time these last two weeks. We were on a lot of CP time. <laughs> but um, you know, we made it and here we are. And of course my voice is not here. It's okay. Yeah. As she drinks water, like <laughs> So, um I'm Kia. And I'm Florence. And this is Melanie. In Madison. So, um, as mentioned, we started classes. And we're going to talk about that today. Oh, I guess I didn't even tell you about today's subject. No, she did not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling y'all, when we really started, I didn't know what was going on. Uh, yeah, I guess we could have done a synopsis. Well, I'll give a cute little synopsis today. Um, we're going to talk about starting medical classes. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about summer programs, which I don't. I think we're gonna hone in on what you should do during your summer programs okay. this year, um, and then retaking your MCAT. Did we ever talk about that? No. Okay, but I feel like that would be a good thing to talk about. But um, of course, we'll start with our elders' elevation. So um, this week we have a quote from Yanla Van Zant. Um, I always want to watch her show, but I can't find it on any sketchy websites. If you know any sketchy websites where I can watch Yanla fix my life, I'd really appreciate it. But anyway, um, this week it says, it's time for you to move. Realizing that the thing you are seeking is also seeking you. So um, this is good because we're moving literally very, very fast through classes. Super fast. Yeah. It took a turn real fast. So, um, and of course, uh, we have a Mahoney message, so. I know. Yeah. yeah. We got a real cute Mahoney message. She, it was more personal for her, but she did have a question that I feel like a lot of people might be able to relate from. So do you want to read the little edited question I have? Yeah. So, okay. So the question, so um, thank you for sending us the email. We do you really... see who it's from? What? Do you see who it's from? No. What? I wrote it right here. Oh, can I say the name? Yeah. Penny, Penny Proud? <laughs> Do you know who that is? Like the show? <laughs> yeah. oh, is that what she put as her thing? No, that's what I put. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm confused. Flo was lost. Okay. <laughs> so we really appreciate your message because it really, I feel like it sparked conversation between us because we For were sure. like, uh-uh. So um, her main question, um, part of her question, she was, I guess she's doing one of the programs that Kia did mm-hmm. to help like pre- prepare her for her um Med school, and I think on previous episodes we did it as a summer program. Mm-hmm. So it's the lo- 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 Loyola. Yeah. So if you guys want to do it, listen to the episode. I don't know what number it is, but it's on an episode. We talk about it quite often too. So. Yeah. So yeah. So she's doing that program. So she was kind of asking like our feedback on how to get like her full potential out of that program. Well, I was not reading the question. And so the question, <laughs> the main question we were going to talk about for the Mahoney messes message is would you consider hair braiding wig making an experience on your primary application Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. take it from here Kia. wait what so (laughs) (laughs) so um i thought this was a really good like i feel like other people need to hear this too um because for a lot of minorities like we have different experiences that we would consider a skill um, and so something like this, like, I don't think it's a shameful experience at all. I feel no. like I, number one, I wish I knew how to French braid. 
Um, yeah, because when Q asked me that, I was like, that's awesome. I'm definitely part of the Black Girl Association. I can't break. God, can I do it? <laughs> so, you know, I would probably get red for that. But, um, you know, that's a skill. And being able to, like, make your own wigs, like, I feel like that's equal to, like, mm-hmm. making a piece of clothing or having your own design. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, very creative. So um, it sucks that, like, something you're really passionate about and talented at might not be received the same by an admissions committee. Yeah, because I was telling Kia, I I almost feel like adding that to your experiences, like, it's an awesome thing, but I feel like it probably almost looks like um, a space holder. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want them to feel like, because although... Because they won't, they, the admissions committee, they won't understand what that is. And if they do, it, the process won't get through the dip. They'll be like, you make wigs, so you just, like, put hair on a cap. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they might really dilute that skill, and so... Um, that, that just freaking sucks. So you're right. They, they might Mm -hmm. receive it as like a space filler or, um, they might, it might even look bad that you'll have to explain it and you don't want anything that you'll have to explain because in, in terms of the point of the primary is to explain who you are in general. So you don't want to have to further explain like what that entails. And then even if you do explain it, you're like, you might just get a generic, Oh, that's nice. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And me, we were also talking about, so like on my primary application, I did the Miss Black and Gold, uh, beauty pageant, um, which I feel like it's kind of something similar to that. And I put that on my application, but I feel like from that experience, like, um, I won the pageant, so I was able to, like, do community service events, like, in the area, mm-hmm. and then I was also able, like, I'm, like, naturally really introverted, so for me to, like, do a pageant, like, it was a lot for me to, like... Stepping out of yeah, comfort zone. Yeah, stepping out of my comfort zone, so I used that on my primary application to, like, show them that I could step out of my comfort zone, even though, like, I'm a shyer person, so I feel like if you have an experience kind of, like, the hair braiding or something right. like that, like, as long as you can show that you can, like, it's going to help you... In medical school. Right. And like she was saying, I was thinking um, what I'd be able to do is like link it to how working with customers for hair is equivalent to how I would treat my patients. And I was like, eh, stretching. And she said, she was like, I think I'm, I'm stretching with that. I'm like, yeah, you know, that, that sucks. Because, yeah. I mean, people's hair is very personal to them. Mm-hmm. Something they take very seriously. Yeah. Some people will literally not leave the house if their hair doesn't look the way they want it to look. That's true. So my yeah. dad skipped work because he, <laughs> and he had to cut his hair. And my oh, mom's God. just like, so we just we just not going to eat? Cause we, <laughs> okay. yeah. So um, you, you, Kia also put, you put bullet journaling on your oh, yeah. primary application. Yeah. So. And that was like my... Um, yeah, that was, like, my organization. I, I talked about how that helped me during the MCAT mm-hmm. and helped me stay organized. So it just depends. Like, if it's a stretch, I feel like Greek stuff is something, like, we know. Oftentimes you have, like, fun with Greek stuff, but we also know the benefits of, like, community service mm-hmm. and getting outreach and things like that um, and just networking and stuff. So it just depends. Like, I feel like with Greek st- hobbies, yeah. if that's even a thing, I guess. Like, what you said, black and gold. I think she said she was also, she participated in... Um, strolling, like a show yeah, composition. the stroll like an alpha or something. So... It was, um, it's stuff like that I feel like you can get away with just mm-hmm. because, like, it is school-oriented. It is, like, based on community focus and things like that. But if it's not, like, linked to an organization, which I don't even know. Maybe if it was, like, um, making wigs and, like, things for cancer patients. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would be a link. And honestly, like, that might be something she could look into. 
to put that. Yeah. yeah. And then like even like the hair braiding, you can save that for your secondary application mm-hmm. and that gives you more stuff to have on a secondary application because like um on one of my secondary application questions it was like what's something you like to do as a hobby or for fun or like something you've picked up or like something you do in your spare time and that's something you can talk about. And honestly like in an interview if someone asked you like what do you do for like in your spare time mm-hmm. and you say I braid hair on the side like mm-hmm. that's like a huge conversation topic. And then if yeah. you have a black woman interviewing you shut the show down you let her know <laughs> if you need to be like yep i do this that and the third i even do crochet braids i can do twists let her know because that will make her she'll be like mm, okay we're stereotyping very hard but you know still appeal to your audience yeah yeah so maybe that's something you say for a secondary or an interview mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah versus so, putting on your primary so thanks penny proud <laughs> <laughs> it was between that and Moesha. Oh. Yeah, so the next one's going to be Moesha. But um, <laughs> next we have our interview question. What were, you, what were your most memorable accomplishments of your college career? I think this is a funny question because I didn't do anything during college. <laughs> Why <laughs> Nothing you memorable. I did, but I, usually I say community, um, community advisor when I was an RA or um, being a campus ambassador. Because okay. I got to do a lot of things. I went to the dean's house. And we had a, they had like a little dinner thing at the dean's house or somebody's beautiful house and the dean was there it was like a bunch of faculty that's nice and we served hors d'oeuvres oh i see i see that's nice that's nice (laughs) we were the servants (laughs) i guess my mine i'd probably say like being on the track team because i feel like it helped my leadership skills it helped like learn team settings and all that stuff so Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) that's a good one okay now let's hop to the step. Wait, before we hop to our stepping stones, a quick note from our sponsors. All right, folks. Lovely folks. We're back. Um, stepping stone number one. <laughs> Athena's licking my legs. Um, starting medical classes. How do we feel? It's been a lot. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, for those of you who are in the process, it's... It's actually fun. Like, I feel yeah. like compared to undergrad, I've been actually able to, like, pay attention and stay focused. Like, I feel like I don't doze off as much. Like, in undergrad classes, I felt like I would doze off and be like, oh. I think we've learned how to stay awake. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like we're finally learning things applicable to, like, what we're interested yeah, in. Yeah, that's true. And, like, the teachers are, like, so much more fun. They are fun. They're, They're funny. funny. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, that I am shocked about. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought the lectures were going to sound like all of them from, like, you know the eyedrop commercial guy? Yeah. I thought they were all going to sound like that. <laughs> but, like, they've been fun, mm-hmm. interactive, like, talkative. They, like, their examples are very like useful mm-hmm. like you know how some teachers will go on examples and be like i don't know how that connects to what we should know but like they know the stuff so well they're like it's kind of like this and they yeah it's like oh okay exactly and i feel like they know the stuff so well that they can dumb it down so that when you're actually studying you're like oh wow okay like with one thing one of the things we learned he was like think of it like a speed bump and i was like oh that makes so much more sense i just thought of Oz- ozzy osbourne oh yeah like, yeah I was like, huh, in the heavy metal? It was yeah. like a really good connection. I was it was. Like, yeah. Um, for sure. The classes are a lot more interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, no. What did we say? We said, oh, teachers are better at teaching. Yeah. Um, what else? And I don't, I really like our curriculum. So I think that's one thing, like, those of you applying right now, make sure you look at the curriculum mm. and how the curriculum is because – the way ours is, we have tests every other week. So we have like an A week and a B week. 
So we, the first week was our A week, um, which is like heavy material mm-hmm. wise. So that's why this week seems like a lot to us. But um, I kind of like it better because like we, we have tests every two weeks. So it's yeah. not like. It's enough know. material for one exam. Yeah. Which is good because mm-hmm. I feel like if it was longer, I'd lose it. Exactly. Or I, I'd have to cram. So I think mm-hmm. it, it promotes more like active learning. Mm-hmm. So, But it gives us time to space study. That's true. And That's I like very that. true. Space study is like key right now. There's no possible way had we not been studying. We've been studying since day one. Mm-hmm. Um, and just had we not. I mean, I took more gaps this, this weekend because why not? But Memorial Day weekend. But <laughs> to say, I think it's kind of cool, though, because like even between us or between all of our classmates, like there's not just one person that studies the mm-hmm. same thing. So that goes back to like a lot of episodes we've like emphasize like don't compare yourself to anybody or like don't look at what other people are doing because everyone's going to do it so differently like we had a panel and they were they all all three of them did things so differently but they were so different so (laughs) one guy was like i studied the day before the exam we were like not doing his exactly one guy was like i just watched the lectures don't take notes i was like not doing that one that was the same guy (laughs) oh okay okay So, one guy was like an avid class goer yeah. the other two were like I don't go, go to class go. yeah so just like I think that's one thing that's cool to me is like everyone's doing everything so differently like even mm-hmm. like technology wise notes wise like mm-hmm. everything yeah that's real um, and I think that's good because that's what like professional schools for mm-hmm. like for undergrad you know you kind of piggyback off a lot of people trying to figure out what's what works but by the time you get to a professional degree you should kind of be solid in your techniques what works for you yeah. i showed flow my concept map today she was like this is too much it was this, a lot give me a headache like <laughs> it was so many colors so many words <laughs> and so like, many circles all, a lot of times like when we looked at um when we did our concept maps in my post my program um my my post my teacher was like not everybody should understand your concept map because it's for you. Like, so people are going to look at it and be like, this looks like crazy. It looks like all the fours on the board (laughs) in um, jump street. Like, no, it's, it's really just like tailored towards you have your own study methods, have your own like set routine and then see what works. And I like that we get pre-matriculation to kind of see what works for us because we talk about it all the time. Had this been the beginning of the school year, We'd have been mm-hmm. so stressed. That's, yeah, very true, because then it would have actually counted. But, yeah, because in, yeah, like, Kia's concept map, that's a lot. Because um, I'm more of, like, a visual auditory learner, so, like, I have to, like, watch videos and watch people, like, doing stuff with the videos, mm-hmm. and it, like, clicks in my head. So, like, just seeing a visual just, like, freaks me out, because I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't have words associated with it, you know well, what I mean? Yeah, so, or action. Yeah, associated. action, yeah, so it's just, like, a lot. <laughs> That's yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, is this what we expected? We'll see after the test. But honestly, to <laughs> me, it's not. I think in my head, I just made it a lot worse than it was. Like, it's not. <sighs> Y'all flow state making things a lot worse. Exactly. And she freaks me out. And then I get freaked out. And then I'm like, wait. But oh, then it, when it's not that about, bad, no, like, Let's talk about, what was that pre-work? That was a book. <laughs> was about to have me read this book. And I looked at <laughs> Two types of learner, guys. We looked at the, the pre-work. One of them was 72 pages. 
And I was like, I was no, literally, Kim was like, send me two pages. I was like, okay, let me get my coffee. I got my. What pen. did I say? Kia was like, nope, not doing it. And I'm like, Kia, we gotta do it. I looked at this. I was like, oh girl, no, <laughs> it's a no on my part. But then we re- we realized we were like, okay, this is good that we're friends because we balance each other out. Because sure. I'm very like have to do everything. She would have done y'all. She would have read a book <laughs> in like six hours. She was going to read a novel, and I was like, Flo, this is there's no possible way a textbook. Is our pre-work for this. <laughs> so, um, immediately I referred to the o- overview and I was like, yeah, three things we have to read. <laughs> three things, that's it. But, um, yeah, for sure. And have, the, have your balance, honestly. Um, I'm so fortunate to have Flo. Because, um, yeah, I, I say this now, guys. I'm probably going to change my name <laughs> in the next three weeks. But, yeah, I'm fortunate to have a friend who's, like, diligent in her studies and she refuses to stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all should have seen her face. Hello shade. I think I'm gonna be sick all of 2019. Did y'all peep the shade? (laughs) But but it's good. Like her work ethic is very strong, and mine is like good. But I feel like I'm very like I have a checklist of things I want to do, and then once that list is done, I'm not doing anymore. For Flo, (laughs) she's like, well, maybe I can spend a little more time here. Maybe you know what I mean. So I feel like that'll really help us when it comes to like group study. Yeah. Um, It'll bounce us out because I be doing the most. A lot, guys. But also, I'm nosy with other people's groups. And so we're in separate groups. So I'll be like, okay, record what goes on in your group. Mm-hmm. And then tell me what goes on in my group. Mm-hmm. And then we go blame groups. But, you know, <laughs> we're just using all of our resources. Last question on this. What do we feel like will help us most through, like, our studies, like, as we go on and on? Um, I think actively studying. No. So... Uh, Uh, When I say that, like, not just, like, sitting there staring at the slides, like, whether it be concept maps like Kia or, like, for me, like, I have to, like, maybe, like, if there's a process, maybe write out the process and Mm. or stuff like that, you know? Flashcards. Flashcards. So, like, actively studying the material Mm -hmm. and, like, trying to, if you do concept maps, it's pretty good for this, but, like... There might be some areas, cause, and I think that's really cool about our curriculum, because I feel like so, so many of our lectures, like, tie into this, like, one big picture. No, like, literally. Yeah, it's so. All, I've made one map. That one map was, like, three lectures. Yeah. And it's interesting, like, how, I don't know, I like that. Yeah, so. I like our curriculum's really good at that. Mm-hmm. So, like, if your curriculum is more lecture-based, because ours isn't really. Ours, ours is, like, system-based. Yeah. So, like, we've learned about, like, myocardial infraction now. Yeah. And so we've learned about, like, we have our classes. So, like, in cell biology, mm-hmm. let's just say, we're learning about the cellular aspects of myocardial infraction. And then in biochemistry, we're learning the biochemical effect. Um, let's say we have an anatomy. We're learning the anatomical effect. So it's, like, different perspectives for the same situation going yeah. on, which I think is really cool. Yeah, so, I don't know, it keeps it, like, active and fresh, so. Mm-hmm. And, like, you learn something in another class and be like, oh, that makes sense for the other thing that they just taught us, like, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <clears throat> so, that's yeah. one thing, I think. Yeah, active studying, for sure. Um, I think asking questions, I realize how much asking questions can, like, yeah, help. make the difference, and just, like, actively, like, like you said, actively, like, studying, but, um, com- like, making yourself come up with questions while you mm-hmm. study, so that the teacher can, like, continuously, um, oh, what am I trying to say? <clears throat> they can continuously, um, I, I think it starts with an E, 
what am I trying to say? I don't know. Like, like reiterate um, information or like okay. dive into, um, expand on, <coughs> expand on information um, that they they aren't really necessarily getting into, but they maybe they're trying to get a better point across. Um, and they record all of our lectures and they give us recordings from previous years. So um, it could just always help somebody else, really. Mm-hmm. But for sure. Okay, summer programs. That's how I met Flo. Um, first question mark I have is friends. Question mark. Make yes, friends. Yes, make friends. And yeah. I think, um, I don't know, I think it's easier in summer programs to make friends than in undergrad. Because, like, mm-hmm. in undergrad, if you're not really in, like, organizations or, I don't know, like, if you're working, you don't really have time to. Like, you might not be able to, like, make friends. Or if you're not a person who's, like, as outgoing to mm-hmm. just go up to someone in class, like, use that summer program to, like, really make friends. Right. The summer program that we did, like, honestly, like, we, at the beginning, I feel like we all kept in contact, like, right Oh, we kept in contact a lot longer than a lot of people. Yeah, like, right now, I could still hit them up and be like, hey, how's everything going? Well, because a nice chunk of them are in our class. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, but, like, yeah, but, like, all of our schedules are so different now, so use them as resources, and, like, the medical career or healthcare field is all about networking and, Mm -hmm. like, knowing people so you never know like when you might need someone that you met at a summer program so. for sure I um I can definitely say the summer programs I have done I definitely made friends um I feel like just meeting Flo was just abnormal like as far well, as like how, yo, mu- like, how much we of friends met, we became I had already looked her up on Facebook and she watched she's in. creepy <laughs> okay. like, hi what's your name <laughs> and I already knew her name <laughs> I was like hi how are you hi <laughs> <laughs> No, um, yeah, I think this is, like, the only friend that I, like, made, like, hardcore during a summer uh-huh. program. Girl, because I, like, think it's so crazy we went to the same undergrad and everything. And I'm yeah, like, we didn't even know each other. Mm-hmm. And honestly, might not have never known each other. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't doing Miss Black and Gold had you not told me to. That's true. Yeah. And it was a great experience. Sure. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, for sure, um, make friends. Like, I still have the group me from um, the ABC that I was in last year at Loyola that's like a good connection of people we all kept in contact throughout the year and we were just like hey how's everybody's application cycle going you know everybody doing well has anybody interviewed here and these people were from all over the like the country so it's really useful you know if you're <clears throat> if you have an interview somewhere and you have a friend in that place um, or if you have somebody who interviewed there before so um, if you're doing a summer program and you're applying this year definitely try to make those connections even on my interviews I kind of like not made friends, but, like, I had people follow me on Instagram, and, like, as we got our acceptances and things like that, like, we'd still keep up, and we'd be like, oh, have you gotten in, or where have you gotten mm-hmm. <sighs> Excuse me. <laughs> so, yeah, like, um, definitely take this opportunity to make friends. And everybody's in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Like, you can assume that most people aren't from where you're doing your summer program. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. Um, and that'll make the time go by faster. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I have connections, which I don't know why I put that. Oh, oh, oh. So I guess it's kind of what we just talked about. Well, this is more so on a professional note. Okay. So, like, admissions committees. Okay. Like, um, oh, re- represent yourself well. Definitely. For sure. Be very professional because they're watching. Mm-hmm. Whether you're staying at a hotel, a dorm, be professional. You never know. Um, 
you know, who's reporting back to who, um, especially if the program paid for a hotel, they're going to ask, like, was there any problems? Were there any people who mm-hmm. were standing out? Were there any parties or sneaking or things like that? So definitely be cognizant of your actions. Although you might be, this might be your first opportunity away from home, act like you got some home sense. Um, and yeah, and, and also like use this as a time to get emails um, get phone numbers, stay connected with the people who you get mm-hmm. information from because um, you want to follow up with them. You want to let them know you're interested. If you're doing a summer program at a school that you're applying to, definitely stay in contact. Definitely let them know when you get your MCAT score, when you submit, when um, if you got your secondary, yeah. let them know when you submit your secondary um, and just keep constant, constant contact. Mm-hmm. And it was explained to me like <clears throat> um, if they know somebody is interested Let's say they have like a thousand people that they've offered interview to. Mm-hmm. If they know somebody's interested, it's more likely that they'll take that interview spot versus them extending an interview or them extending an acceptance and that person just holds on to it until yeah. April 30th. So yeah, they're just um they just know interest does everything for them. That's true. So and if you got the opportunity to show your face, which is what a lot of people don't get. Um, definitely let them know you're interested as well. Yeah, that's definitely true. Use it as a time to just build your resources. Like, use it as a time to, like, better yourself and be the best person you could be during the summer. Right. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then, oh, if you're in a relationship and you go on a summer program. I can't talk about that. I'm super single. Am I? I, I can honestly say I skipped a summer program to save a relationship. Really? Yeah, and it didn't work, so don't do it. <laughs> Did I know this? Girl, last year. What summer program? I was going to do a program in California. And you skipped it? Well, I was homesick, but I was also like, this is an opportunity for me to see if things go well. And they didn't, so. <laughs> yeah, so now I'm here. <laughs> but, I mean, it was a really good opportunity it was, okay, so it was more of a work opportunity, honestly. Oh, okay, okay. But it was a good opportunity to get out of the city for the summer, really. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't... What was it paid for? It was paid. Yeah, they were going to pay us. But, girl, it was... Yeah, this is why you didn't tell me. <sighs> no, Flo was going to fight me. But also, um, it kind of... It worked out because I ended up working at Retina. Okay. Which was longer. I feel like had I done the summer opportunity, I wasn't going to stay in Kansas City for this year. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Because, you know, being here for the summer kind of showed me that I needed to stay. stay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, don't um, make any decisions based off of a relationship. That's a good, that's yeah. good advice. Yeah, and if you're in a relationship uh, while you do your summer program, you know, still give your significant other attention mm-hmm. but make sure you're using this opportunity to network to build connections to you know what i mean like yeah. don't just spend you know all of your class time when you're not in class you know on the phone or texting or yeah. facetiming or you know what i mean like mm-hmm. use the opportunity be very diligent and cognizant of your actions like set a time to speak with your boo yeah but outside of that time use that time because you're not going back to i don't know connecticut for your summer program you know what i mean like <laughs> Like, if you're yeah, not, but yeah. like, this is an opportunity for you to grow. Like, use that. And God forbid, if your relationship doesn't work out, you look back on this experience and you're like, all I did was sit and look at him. That's very her. true. That is very true. Waste of time. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it, y'all. So. Right? And then I feel like during the summer programs, that's, like, a time to, like, I don't know, like 
get new experiences and you're not going to get new experiences if you're not fully immersed in them. Yeah. So fully immersed in them, but don't give up like your other relationships. Just like explain to them like you're fully immersed in this one thing, but like you'll make time. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, stick to that. Yeah. And that goes back to communication too. Mm, don't it though. <sighs> okay. Um, <clears throat> stepping stone number three. Oh, wow. Excuse me. We are zooming through this. Retaking your MCAT. Yeah. <laughs> we had some so, pause. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about this now because it's summer. Um, and I don't know why I feel like we've talked about this before, but I feel like we might have just hit on it like in different subjects. Um, but if you're considering retaking or anything. First, uh, first, I think you should pause and reflect on your test. Yeah. So definitely, why? So I think, okay, so the first thing I have is what to consider. So what are considerations that you would, I guess, Yeah, so if I would go back to it, the day I got my test back, um, I was a mess. I remember. I was a mess. Yeah, because I remember it came out, I was like walking through the library. Wait, when is this? Like after the Creighton test or first first? No, the first first. Okay. And I remember I was walking through the library and... I got a text um, from someone, and they were like, test scores are released. So I was like, oh, God. So I pulled. I'm going to do that. You know, right? So I pulled through library, sat in a little corner, and then opened it. And I, like, I just kept refreshing the page because I was in disbelief. I was like. Yeah, I would say open your your MCAT um, in private. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe record um, if it's a good. I wish I would have recorded mine, honestly. Like just well, what if it would have been what you wanted? Then I delete the recording. What? And I show no one. But if it was good, like you know, I so I'm a sucker for like genuine emotion. Yeah, like, she I is. Love <laughs> I would not. She is. You know I'm a hippie. So <laughs> so like I wish I would have had that moment like recorded. I was supposed to record my um, acceptance letters to like medical school. But my parents messed that up because they were never excited when they read the emails. <laughs> they were just like, did you want to go to this school? I'm like, okay, that's not what I This is not what I thought. But, um, yeah, like, I would suggest recording your um, reactions for sure. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yep, I was in the library corner, and I opened mine, disbelief, kept refreshing the page. Um, I don't know. And the first thing I did was call my parents, okay. and I told them. And they, my parents just uh, didn't understand the scoring system. So they were like, you did awesome. Like, you can retake it. Like, just retake the next one. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll just retake it. And for me in that moment, that was like the worst decision I could have made because I was acting on... Impulse? Yeah, impulse mm-hmm. and emotions. So you were versus, reacting. Yeah, I was reacting to my impulse and emotions versus like critically sitting down with like an advisor or someone who knows the process. Like, who are two people you would suggest consulting before retaking? Other than yourself, um, One, a mentor. So okay. I think it's like huge to have a mentor. Um, maybe like someone in medical school mm-hmm. or like someone in residence. Someone who's been through the process. Recently. Other, yeah, like, yeah, recently. <laughs> don't, don't go to people who don't really like know. Doctors. Yeah, yeah. Um, or it's just like my parents because like they don't really understand like the mm-hmm. test but in like their head, yeah, yeah. So I shouldn't, I don't think I should have retake, retake. I think them. also like maybe consult like somebody, um, like Out, faculty. Yeah, like I think someone, because like I think my parents are great to go to but go to someone who's out of the situation. Because, like, my parents... Like, gonna, doesn't have a bias. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's a good way to put it. So, yeah, so, like, maybe, like, a mentor or someone who, like, knows, so that's one, and then two, faculty or someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I wish I would have sat down, reevaluated, like, my time scheme, um, like, re-looked at practice tests and, like, seen, like, what I was missing. Because, like, I feel like in a month you can't, with the score I got, like, you can't really yeah, fix no, it. There's, there's not no, much of a jump. Yeah, within a month, like... And then, like, with the MCAT, it's also, like, you don't know what you got wrong. Like, you don't know what you lack. Yeah. So you could look at your percentages, but, like, depending on where you are, it's just, like. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, if it's more of, like, you took the test and you had test anxiety mm-hmm. and, like, your practice tests were going really good. And, like, that month, you need to work on your test anxiety mm-hmm. and, like. That's really medic- good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like know what you messed up on. Yeah, because like with my because my sister, like the first time she took it, she didn't get the test she wanted, and she ended up taking it the next month. But like with her, it was more like the test anxiety thing, mm-hmm. and like getting the yeah, out. getting that out. Or if you have something like really yeah. personal going on, exactly, like, and you know that event threw off your test. Yeah, then I that, yeah, then I would recommend taking it within a month or two. Like that's fine. Like because in a month, I think you can like. Go to like a testing center and figure out like how to cope. get a little bit of yeah, therapy. Yeah, yeah, and figure on what yeah, it is. you could figure that out. But if it's like content stuff and like strategy stuff, I, I, yeah, no, not mm-hmm. a month. So that's what I would. Um, I would consider, yeah, definitely time span and like how much time you have, um, how much time you want to, basically use like yeah. studying. And um, okay. wait, so like one thing, like going to this process, like if. Don't ever use time scale to, I think, determine, like... What to do next. What to do next. What do you mean? Like, don't... This process is a long time anyway. So, like, don't give yourself a time limit. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, don't be like, I have to take the MCAT within a year. Quality over quantity. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't speed up your... Someone might need two years to study for the MCAT before they get the score that someone... That might be too long. Yeah, probably. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, someone might, like... Benefit from a postback program. Yeah, or, like, benefit from work experience or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, Because, like, we were even... I don't think you were there, but in our... Uh, one day, like during the program last week, like we were all talking about, because um, most of us in the program, we've all like done a master's program post back. Like, oh, I yeah, didn't know that. yeah. I think it was after we got done with CBCL. Uh. Um, my group got done early, so we were like all up there talking. And, like, there was like one person who had just graduated undergrad, and like, wow. everyone else was just like, honestly, like in that moment it sucked having to like retake the MCAT yeah or do all this extra stuff but they were like I'm so happy like even after the first week of classes like everyone was like I'm so happy like my work experience like all the stuff I've done to get here is really Mm -hmm. like gonna make my experience so much better Mm -hmm, so like mm -hmm. don't use a time scale to determine like what you should be doing next yeah yeah that's great advice for sure I would also consider money so, mm-hmm. yeah, if you if you don't have, you know, the money to turn around and take a test immediately, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I don't think um, – I think the longer doesn't mean worse. Um, if you are trying to, like, study or something and, like, <coughs> in regard to um, – <coughs> oh, my goodness, I'm dying. <laughs> um, in regard to, like, applying, you do want to do that fairly, you know, rapidly, but – 
don't rush yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you have two weeks until you want to submit, it's not realistic. Yeah. Um, and I think I tell Flo, is that realistic all the time? <laughs> like, she's like, okay, if I study this lecture in fi- 15 minutes, then I will be able to run this marathon. I'm like, that's not realistic. It's <laughs> not realistic. Um, so, yeah, <coughs> consider, like, okay, if I am trying to spend all this money on applications, if I am trying yeah. to do all these things, okay, do I have the extra money to retake the MCAT, get more study materials? Mm-hmm. You know, is that realistic? Take a Kaplan course. Those Kaplan courses are expensive. Yeah, and the process only gets more expensive. Like, yeah, we're both looking at each other like, how are we gonna get groceries? Oh like, my goodness, that's a whole nother. Look, I'm trying to get food stamps. <laughs> if anybody knows how to get food stamps in Kansas, get your girl up. I'm uh, <laughs> figure it out. But um, for sure, like, definitely consider different things before retaking. Um, another good thing that Flo said was reacting. Mm-hmm. So like, really be cognizant if you are just reacting because nobody likes a bad MCAT score. Yeah, but rushing to retake it doesn't doesn't guarantee at all that it'll change exactly and it's like no one takes the mcat with the mindset to do bad you take the mindset to do well like so if you don't get what you want you're going to be upset even if you wanted a 515 you get a 514 you're going to be upset Mm -hmm. if that's your mindset and so like you should consider that too like i it bothers me when people get 515s and they're like i could have gone to 520 girl so that, it bothers us because we were just happy to get our scores. Yeah, school. exactly. So reconsider everything. Like, I think it's very important to like, as you're going through undergrad, I think we talked about this in previous episodes, have all the extracurriculars you've done, like in a document, mm-hmm. have your copies of your transcripts so that when you re- are reconsidering, like you can look at your score. If you got like a 505 and you have a pretty good GPA, you have lots of extracurriculars, yeah. that might not, that score might not deem for retake, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's also the thing, like, judge the schools that you're applying to, Yeah, and um, if your score is competitive in their eyes, yeah, consider yourself, if you're a minority student, consider yourself as a minority applicant, for, you know, for statistical purposes, the scores for us are lower. So the average MCAT acceptance for African-Americans when I was applying, I think, was 504. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm good. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, that was the... So that's what I'm saying. Like, consider all those factors before retaking. Like you said, if you got a 508, yeah, it might be not a competitive score to you. But to admissions committee, you could be a great applicant yeah, overall. Yeah, exactly. So you think about... You're, you're more than a number. Yeah, exactly. And... Unless you're applying to a school that's like numbers, yeah, exactly. But then, then you have to. That's you. Yeah, I don't have anything to say with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my and that's business. You. Um, also, let's see. I said, why are you considering? But I think that's kind of. I think. Well, yeah, that kind of goes into why are you considering? Like, what depending on the school you're applying to, mm-hmm. like the location you want to be in. Like, if you're a California resident, I know those schools are very competitive. Mm-hmm. So you could be. Well, versus, like, if you're, what, like, New Mexico? Mm-hmm. If you're a New Mexico resident, that MCAT score for there is super low. No, yeah, they're fine with everybody. Yeah, so <laughs> you have to consider that. That goes into, like, the school, the type, the location you want to be in, what, like, if you know the specialty you want to be in, maybe, like, a certain school, like, hospital specializes in this. And yeah. And you know they do, so. Mm-hmm. And don't compare your score with other people. Yeah. Yeah, um, everything's relative, so if your friends, all your friends got 515s and you got a 508, doesn't Keep mean you did pushing. bad. No. Yeah, like... 
don't be intimidated by other people's scores because their application looks very different from yours. Mm-hmm. And and the only and if they're not applying to the same school as you, it doesn't really matter. But also, don't apply to schools just because other people are. Yes, know, applying exactly. To other um, what else? I think like be proud of your who you are and like if you put in the work and you got a four ninety five, like in the moment you're gonna be upset, but be proud of that. Like yeah. you you were able to set like take the MCAT like. So many people just like the fe- hearing it's an eight hour test don't even no. make it to the test and the money, yeah, and the money. So it's like, and some people void, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, the fact that you took it, you got the score, and you're reevaluating what you need to do, like, be proud of that, you know? yeah. Don't beat yourself up, it's a bad MCAT score, yes, but you know, if you put the steps and the time in, it could change. Mm-hmm. And that score that's the thing about the score, it's not reflective of who you are as a person, and it's definitely not reflective of your skill or your intelligence, yeah, exactly. And like, once you get through the process, like, the score, you're I don't know, maybe some people will, but you'll never, I don't think you'll remember your MCAT score. Oh, girl, literally every doctor was like, I've never had a patient ask me my MCAT score. Yeah. And if they did, wouldn't care. And how many tests do you have to take? You're not going (laughs) to, the MCAT's going to be the last And girl, what does the boards do? Uh, Did you pass or did you not? (laughs) Right. That's all they, they were like, okay, girl, you're you're doing it again or you're not. (laughs) So yeah, like, um, it's just, it's a hill. That you got to cross. Well, get over. Get over. (laughs) <laughs> get over um let's see this is a short episode i told you i was gonna be long and thick and dense and juicy <laughs> and it's late and short <laughs> um but yeah flo and i are thinking we'll record on fridays just to like you know mm-hmm. be um organized still want to do a giveaway so don't don't fall asleep on us guys <laughs> um we ap- appreciate all of our supportive listeners um, and come up with like Mahoney messages still because it gets us thinking about certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we love more like I guess um, like cultural topics or yeah. um, so- social topics to mm-hmm. talk about. Yeah, because at one point we were doing a lot of like minority in medicine, minority like what it's like being like I don't know mm-hmm. a black woman. You know what I mean? So I guess we haven't done a lot of those in a second, so yeah. we can we can hit those up. But I'm really excited for this transition as we move through medical school. Yeah. Yeah. So we met we met different classmates. I guess we can talk about like blending kind of backgrounds in medical school mm-hmm. or like prematriculation. I don't know. At first I didn't feel like we were medical students, but then literally our first lecture the guy was like, All right, welcome to your first day of medical school. We were like, Oh, okay. As we're opening the PowerPoint still. Dude, they gave us the password to the Wi-Fi, and then we started lectures. <laughs> it was like <laughs> no time wasted. So yeah, but um yeah, I think the material is just super dense. That's really, like, what it is. But it's interesting that we can actually keep up. That's true. Yeah. Ugh, these dogs are getting wild. We better get out of here. Okay. All right. Well, have a, a great week. Or, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you don't follow us on Instagram already, follow <laughs> us at Melanin Period in Period Medicine. Um, and you'll see all of our fun and lovely promo stuff. Um, if you have any questions, email us at melaninandmedicine02 um, at gmail.com. And we'd love to email you, especially um, if you have any questions about the interview cycle um, or, or the application cycle as a whole. Um, it's almost uh, submit day, first day to submit, usually around June 1st, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so happy submission day. Um, hopefully you're ready. And if you're not, you better get ready. And um, I was going to say happy something else. Uh, Shout out to Raquel. Happy Memorial Raquel weekend. 
Um, what? <laughs> she's just extra. She does like this. Her birthday is like so close to Memorial Day, so she has Memorial Memorial Raquel weekend. It's so funny. Oh. Um, happy birthday, Jackie! <laughs> yes. Her birthday was last week, um, and we were doing a lot of ripping and running for her birthday party um, and for her birthday gift. So it was very exhausting. Literally, we were just like bundles of gunk last week. We were just like ugh, thrown through the mud, dragged around, and honestly, I feel so much better than last week, <laughs> this week, and I'm still tired. So. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for being patient with us. We really do want to be consistent, um, because honestly, that's how we keep our listeners. Um, but as we transitioned to medical school, you girls was, was lost. We was, we was (laughs) taken away, uh, definitely thrown, uh, blown away. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for, um, listening and just, and just being patient with us. Um, we really want to give you guys good content. We want to make sure it's not rushed and, um, kind of just pushed together. Um, and so that's kind of our effort behind, like, whether we skip or whether we um, push back an episode. If we're going to give you a rushed episode, you know, it's not fair to you guys. So, um, anyway, you're our best friends. So, have a good <laughs> <laughs> I'm so random. Um, so, have a good week. Bye. Bye.